Hello! Welcome to the Fiber Coven podcast. This time we're together on the same screen. I know, it's amazing. It's a modern miracle. Mm-hmm. So, to start off with news, we have a couple little items. Why don't you tell everyone about our upcoming MCAL? Yes, so we have an MCAL starting up June 1st. It's the Stripes in Space MCAL. Uh, so it uses one fingering weight skein of self-striping yarn and one fingering weight skein of a solid or a tonal yarn. Or a speckle. Or a speckle, yes. And mm-hmm. you could replace the striping with a super busy variegated yarn if you want. That would also look good. Mm-hmm. I think a micro stripe would look really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, leftover scrappy mini skeins could be fun. So yeah, basically one busy yarn and one less busy yarn. This is going to be a great one for stash diving. Yes. And we have chatter participation through Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, that's free and you can find all that information on our Patreon. Yes, and it's a public post on patreon so mm-hmm. even if you're not a member of our patreon group which you should be uh you can go check out all of the details the details are also available in the ravelry listing for the pattern uh which is ten dollars you are not a member of the fiber coven or five dollars if you are a member of the fiber coven so you should join the fiber coven because you get a nice discount mm-hmm. and you'll get to give us a try Yes, and uh, you don't have to purchase the pattern on Ravelry. If you are not using Ravelry, just send an email to fibercoven at gmail.com and put MCAL in the subject line, and I will get you set up with a PayPal invoice, and you will receive the PDF updates for the MCAL via your email. Hooray! That was the only news we had, and we hope you can join in. Yeah, and the theme is kind of a Star Wars-y, modern-looking shawl. Mm -hmm. It's a chevron shape, and that's all the details I'm giving you until you start knitting it. It's good. You guys are going to like it. So, we can jump right in to uh, any finished objects. Did you finish anything? No. I have a little thing. You haven't seen it, even though you've been here a few But I've been living with you. (laughs) I have a skein here of hand spun. It was originally some Malabrigo in the Persia colorway. And it was a little compacted because it was a little old. So I fluffed it up on my blending board, added in some alpaca from Emily's bunny, and some little tweety bits. It's so pretty. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's a nice denim blue. This is fun because I get to touch the things that we're holding. If you're on the audio, we are in the same room, and normally we are on a Zoom podcast. On different sides of the country. But we're in the same living room. Look at this thing. Mm-hmm. It's my first Tweety-looking thing, and I like it because there's the main is the blue, and there's little flecks of the, the bunny fluff and little gray flecks of Tweety bits. It's very soft. I like the soft yeah, little bits of the bunny like a, fluff. It's a, about a sport weight, a little overplied, but better than underplied, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I finished. Good job. Although, for um, works in progress, we have been working on lots of stuff that we can't show you. Yes. I, yeah, I can't talk about a lot this week. I have mostly been working on the Stripes in Space MCAL, which is aforementioned, and the Power of the Full Moon Club pouch uh, for Flower Moon, which is going to come out imminently in the next day or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, those are both secrets. Yeah. <laughs> but you do have a little baby sock. I have the world's babyest sock. <laughs> I literally, we went to the lake yesterday and I cast on a sock. Mm-hmm. So there's my cast on. <laughs> That's all I have. 
You could talk a little bit about the wedge toe. I've never done that before. Yeah, so I have super pointy feet. So my feet, like the big toe is the longest toe, and then everything angles down pretty steeply from that. So if I make the standard round toe for my socks, I will wear a hole in the big toe pretty quickly. So when I make socks for me, I do a special wedge toe, which starts out really teeny tiny and then angles on one side um, so that it fits my foot nicer. It does make your socks for a specific foot if you do this. So if you don't like to have to wear your socks on a specific specific foot, it's not for you. But if you have really pointy feet like me, you might like it. Uh, and this toe is included in my plant parent pattern. I include that toe and the regular kind of standard round toe. So if you're interested, check that out. It will also be in the pattern I'm writing for this, which is just going to be my favorite standard toe-up vanilla sock pattern uh, with my calf increase recipe included. Mm -hmm. And I'm knitting this. I haven't started using the fun yarn yet because, you know, I've just cast on. But I'm going to be knitting this with our special fiber coven yarn. So Yay. this is the witch's brew that Lauren dyed up. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to use it. Uh, it's going to be so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I'm using the... Uh, spearmint complementary color which is one of the stripes in the self-striping for my toes and my heels and my cuffs yay it's gonna be really cute yeah i'm super excited i'm also working on a sock i cast on a hand spun sock because i just needed to have a little uh post office knitting and i have a little toe of a sock it's pink it looks like sherbert it does look like sherbert and i just do uh equally spaced toe because I have a relatively equally spaced foot. The hand spun is a little thicker than usual. I normally do a 64 stitch sock, but this is a 60 stitch sock. Um, but it's going to be, yeah, grab it. I'm going to show it closer for video people. And that is the rainbow gradient that I spun. Ooh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, Pride Month is coming up, so I thought I'd do some rainbowy knee socks out of my hand spun. Cute. Yeah, and that's all I can talk about for our works in progress. Yeah, we got to knit some things that aren't mysteries, <laughs> I guess. Maybe we'll get into trouble this weekend and cast some things on. Yeah, I think we're going to Lauren's local yarn shop later in the week, so. Knits and Nuts Tahoe, if you're ever in South Lake Tahoe. It's a rad place. Yes, and we will also be doing some videos or pictures of some possible kit combinations for the MCAL while we're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of good local indie dyed stuff. We're very fortunate to have. A handful of really amazing, different people with different aesthetics is our local indie dyers. Yay. Yeah. But um, acquisitions? I did acquire some things. I went to the Kentucky Sheep and Fiber Festival this hmm. past weekend, which is my local yarn festival. Uh, and I'm actually on the board of the festival. I do the coordination for all of the classes, which were smaller this year because of the pandemic. But we did have some classes. Uh, and I went to visit and I took some pictures for the festival social media and stuff. So that was fun. But I did get Something for me and a present for Lauren, which is cool. Magnetic shawl pins. Yeah. So they're, they're both purple. Mine is an oval. Emily's is more teardrop shaped. Yeah. And they're just a nice strong magnet to hold your cardigan or your shawl in place. Yeah. I thought they were really cool. Uh, Apothefairy had them in her booth uh, and she gets them from her friend who makes them. I hadn't really seen a magnetic shawl closure like that before and I thought it was cool that it was a natural stone. Mm -hmm. uh, mine is Lapita Light and Lauren's is Charite. 
fun. Yeah, and they're both purple. Mm-hmm, because that's one of our favorite colors. Yes. Emily also brought me tea lights. I have a little baggie of tea lights here, which is good because we use them for all sorts of witchy stuff. Yeah. And uh, I know there's a blueberry cheesecake one in there, which is really good. And I probably won't have a candle up. Well, I definitely won't have a candle update until June when I get back from California. But that one is one that is going to be in the update. It's really yummy. Yay. I've been going through my tea lights of those. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing I got at the Kentucky Sheep and Fiber Festival is this cute bag. It's so pretty. Again, it's purple. it. It is purple. And it has different space constellations and some like zodiac symbols on it which is cool um and this was from Algeni fiber arts uh and one of the reasons it's cool is it has a little divider mm-hmm. in the bag um and she said the idea was so you could keep your yarn separate from your project which is nice but i have two projects in here like the gremlin that i am <laughs> and they're both secret things so like secret so you can't see them. Secret. There's yarn balls on top of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was my biz. Oh, the other thing that was cool about these bags is the sweater size one, which was huge. The uh, divider thing was a zipper pocket. Oh. So you could put stuff in there. That's very clever. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Oh, my gosh. Are we already ready to do a cold corner? I think so. What's happening? We usually blather for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so for this week's Occult Corner, what we decided to do since we're in person was to have a little tarot card reading. So between us, we have three decks, and we thought we'd draw a card from each deck and kind of see, use those as a creative inspiration for all the little projects we might get into while we're together. There might be some things that are being designed, some things that are being dyed. Just it's nice to have each other in person to, to consult. It's so help. fun. We've been having lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. You want to you wanna cut all of our decks? Sure. All right. We have three tarot decks we we're using. Two, <laughs> two kind of serious ones. And I'll do yours. We're each doing each other's. Oh, interesting. Mm. Do you want to do the supernatural one? <laughs> yeah, you do the supernatural one. I won't know who it is. <laughs> okay. oh, oh, thrilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's hold all these up for the camera. We're not super big on reversals, so we're going to hold them all right up. Yeah. We have the Sun, the Ace of Wands, and what, the Knight of Swords? Yep. Very nice. For any Supernatural fans out there, that's Abaddon, Knight of Hell. An excellent female villain. Mm-hmm. We like it. Mm-hmm. So this is the Smithwaite deck, the traditional Western one. And then we have the Marigold deck is the black and gold one, and that's by Amrit Brar. And you can find her on all the social medias and her deck's for sale. And then the Supernatural one is just through a large company. But it's mm-hmm. fun. So I wonder what what all these things mean. The star sounds good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Ace of Wands, I think, is good, too, as that's, like, really good. the start of a creative endeavor. I feel like that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Knight of Swords. That one's a little less... Uh, I mean, it's a, I, the, the Knight of Swords is, like, about going out there and getting things yeah. done, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Aggressive communication. Yeah. And, like, we, we don't spend a lot of time physically together, so we're kind of aggressively communicating compared to how much we normally communicate just via our phones. Yes, it's very different to be able to do it in real life as mm-hmm. opposed to just on our phones. But, yeah, so um, we really like doing tarot. Maybe we could talk a little bit about our own tarot practices. Mm-hmm. 
So I tend to do a daily draw in the mornings if I can get around to it. And if not in the evenings, it's both are good. I, a retrospect isn't that bad. And I kind of tailor it to how my, I'm feeling. Like the decks here that are mine are the Marigold deck, which is a little more like serious and witchy. And then the Supernatural one is just more fun and playful. And I just was suiting my mood. I'll choose a card. I do a little weekly spread on Mondays to kind of like see where my week is going. And I'm very much looking forward to learning how to read for friends and others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still working on learning all the meanings of the cards. For example, I can't remember what the star means right now. But it's happy. Yeah, yeah, it's happy. Um, but I, I similar thing, I do. I like to try and do a daily reading. I don't always do it, but I, I try to work that into my routine. Uh, and I kind of make like a little mindfulness moment out of it and try to just like be present. I might light a candle. I might light some incense. I usually do it after I like write down all my bullet journal to-do lists for the day. And then if the card really gets me thinking, I might do a little journal prompt off Mm -hmm. the card. Yeah. And I record that in my daily list of my bullet journal. So if I want to look back at like patterns, if I'm like, oh, I'm drawing the ace of wands a bunch. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's interesting. Uh, So I do that. And I also, a tarot practice that I do, I'm really bad at making decisions just generally. Like I just get decision paralysis and like don't want to actually make a choice. So if I'm feeling like that, I have tried to do a little bit of like a yes or no questions Mm -hmm. or like option draw kind of a thing. Like should I do this or this? And it's often like should I cast on this project or should I stick with my projects that I'm already working on? Or is it worth it to try and submit to this magazine or is that just going to be a pain in the butt for me and it's not going to go well? Um, So things that I'm already like debating on and can't decide and I think that the tarot really taps into my subconscious and helps me figure out what decision I would have made anyway. I don't think it's like deciding for me by like divine intervention or anything. It just like really helps me know Mm -hmm. where I'm at. And so many of the cards can be ambiguous as well. So it might be like, (laughs) I actually draw the two of wands a lot when I do this, which is annoying because that is the like, you have a decision to make card. you're like, that's why I'm here. Thanks. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yes. Uh, But yeah, I mean, there's definitely ones that are like, no, and there's definitely ones that like you could go either way and either way will be a good thing. And it just helps me check in with where I'm feeling. I think, too, when I do similar things, I see the conclusion I come to and I know that like I will make the card suit whatever I deep down wanted to do. So it's a good way to like needle at what thing I wasn't thinking about Mm -hmm. um, that I secretly wanted to do. It's more like a... It's like a Rorschach test for me, but with much better art and more tradition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's generally pretty fun. I know we've done little readings for our partners and occasionally for friends, mm-hmm. but I've been only been practicing since uh, the election anxiety last year. <laughs> yeah, I think we got into it at a really similar to when we started Fiber Coven, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so many, you know... Uh, I don't know what the right word is, but so many women I know in our late 20s and 30s, we've definitely been all getting into witchcraft these past uh, few years. Mm -hmm. It's almost like we're seeing all of our power stripped away from us and we're trying to find ways to uh, tap back into that hidden inside power. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, so like symbol-wise on these cards, I see that the Ace of Wands on the Marigold deck is a rose, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. So that could be like about inspiration being really good, but also like not diving in too deep with anything. Mm-hmm. Except the thorns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the star definitely has this female figure uh, replenishing both the land and the water, which is nice. Maybe some replenishing of our creative juice and, uh, you know, a little bit of that little extra pep in our step might be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, the number is 17, and there's seven little stars, which I thought one big one and seven little ones, so. I came here on the 17th. And you brought all this nourishment and... And good stuff into my house. I don't really know what to make for this uh, Knight of Swords, though. It's just fun. This character doesn't mess around and goes after what she wants, which is a good thing if you're not murdering people, like in this horror TV show. Mm -hmm. We can just be boss business ladies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Oh, my goodness. I think that's about it for us. Yeah. So quick. We could talk about what we've been doing around town and stuff. Yes, Mm -hmm. that would be fun. Emily's only been here for a couple days. She came in late on Monday Mm -hmm. and was able to drive her back from Reno, and the sun was setting over the lake, so we popped into Cave Rock and the Lakeview Commons to look at the lake a little bit, and then we've just been lying low. Mm -hmm. It's hard getting used to the altitude, and I'm feeling I'm sleepy. I'm also (laughs) sleepy. Mm -hmm. I am. Have received a vaccination and I am a little uh, a little sleepy so we're having a um, a chill couple days Emily's making me not making me watch but uh, blessing my eyeballs with all sorts of Miyazaki films that I had never seen before mm-hmm. let me tell you it is just delightful yep they're some of my favorite movies so far we have watched Kiki's Delivery Service and Totoro and we're partway through Spirited Away Totoro 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 Yes, Mm -hmm. I'm making her watch it all in Japanese because I'm bad. You're not bad. That's the way that they were made. I watch, I I am that person who watches animes with the English dub. Don't at me. I'm an animation nerd and I like to look at the pictures. So that is what I do if left to my own devices. There are exceptions. I acknowledge that the Neon Genesis Evangelion original dub in English is absolutely garbage. I'm not a total insane person but i do i do like i think that the disney uh production studios do a really good job with the ghibli ghibli english dubs so that is usually how i watch them but i also like to watch them in japanese so occasionally watching Mm -hmm. them in japanese is also fun for me the subtitles are often translated a little bit differently than the dub for timing so that's always interesting to see the differences in that Mm -hmm. um so i'm enjoying it yeah Mm mm-hmm I realize we're just doing some of our office hours stuff in the regular section, talking about what we're watching and consuming. Yeah, that's okay. Well, if you like that, our office hours have uh, have more content exactly like that. Mm-hmm. The other thing that we watched yesterday was the Don, oh, yeah. the Don Wall on Netflix, because I used to be a little piece of shit uh, indoor <laughs> rock climber as a teenager, and all the people I was too scared to talk with who hung out with like my pretty friends... <laughs> are off doing famous things that are getting documentaries made about them now. So we watched um, Tommy Cobble and Kevin Jorgensen free the free the Don Wall of El Capitan, which was an incredible feat. I mean, it's not uh, they weren't you know the documentary wasn't without fault, but it was it's still a pretty wild athletic feat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was interesting. 
Uh, I don't know anything about climbing, but I like to watch documentaries where people are like super intense experts at a thing and talk about the thing. It's always cool. Mm-hmm. We played some Catan yesterday. <gasps> In public. I'm wearing my Natan. Uh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to a brewery, which was, was fun. Nice. They had enough space for us all to be socially distant, mm-hmm. and we, you know, everybody had good mask adherence, mm-hmm. and the doors were open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, they have really good beer. We took home some growlers. If you're ever in South Lake Tahoe, we love Sedeli's Brewery. They're inclusive and helpful, and the beer is also very good. Yeah, it was fun, and uh, Emily creamed us. I wasn't like creamed. It was a really even game of Catan, but I did win. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing her Settlers of Natan shawl. Theming. Theming. She's wearing it last night when said butt kicking took place. Mm-hmm. You but should it, have had yours on. That was that was why you that lost. That was the problem. Mm-hmm. But it was good. I love Catan even when I lose, which lets me know that I just love that game. It's a good game. What mm-hmm. a fun game. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's the best board game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. I, I have more board games to introduce you to. But yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's one of my favorites for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was really nice. What, yeah. Should we talk about the shopping we did or no? Sure. <laughs> well, we're in California, which is a legal state, and I bought some stuff there. Not Emily, because Emily's a good girl. But we popped into the dispensary to just kind of check out what's going on, and they had lots of nice local products. So Tahoe Wellness is also a place, if you are in South Lake Tahoe and looking to uh, sample some legal marijuana products, they also have a very helpful staff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a cool just experience to go in there because mm-hmm. I am from a state where it is not legal, so I've never been in a dispensary before. Yeah. And it was a very, like, shiny, like – fancy experience they have mm-hmm. like really nice fixtures and stuff and they had people that helped you talk about the stuff if you don't know anything mm-hmm. uh, so yeah it was a fun time and even if you're not interested in marijuana like THC and the psychoactive components like it might also be worth going in to look at the CBD stuff which doesn't mess with your head and might help with mm-hmm. um, you know ailments we're not you know we are big fans of modern medicine but that doesn't also include some more natural things as well. Those, those two can go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And they had some like random organic juices and stuff in there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but we look forward to getting into more mischief around here. We have plans to maybe go to Truckee, go to some of the beaches when the weather gets nice again because it is going to snow for Emily. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> May snow. It's good for me. It's good for my Kentucky sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then later we're going to San Francisco for a bit, so that's going to be super fun. I'm excited to eat many dumplings with you. The epic dumpling quest. Mm-hmm. We got a cool – I think our place is going to be really nice. It's right next to Chinatown in Little Italy, so lots of dumplings, lots of noodles of all shapes and sizes are mm-hmm. going to be in here. Mm. Noodles. Mm-hmm. Kind of nudes I want to receive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, so we have a little bit of promotion this yeah. week. Mm-hmm. We have that MCAL that we talked about at the beginning. To recap, that starts June 1st. Find all about it on our – everywhere on the internet we'll have information about that. It is on our Patreon, and it's public to everybody where we're Fiber Coven, and it is on our Instagram, which is also Fiber Coven. Mm-hmm. 
and the pattern is available through Emily's a Ravelry and through email. And she is Kitty with a Cupcake. Yes. And it is the Stripes in Space MCAL if you are searching for the pattern on Ravelry. Yeah, I think that'll be super fun. Uh, we also have the Power of the Full Moon Club Quarter 3 available in my Etsy shop, which is Kitty with a Cupcake. Uh, jump on that. Uh, we'll be closing it sometime probably beginning of june uh that will go away because we have to figure out how many mini skeins lauren has to die mm-hmm. um but yeah jump on that you get a 20 gram mini skein dyed by lauren you get a little uh spell pouch pattern designed by me i was looking for one of them here yeah this was the warm moon pattern which is a little tarot sized bag mm-hmm. um so yeah. i have mine right here it was Twinsies. so cute. Last night we had our tarot decks out and my partner was like, you guys made the same pattern. And we're like, yes. <laughs> yes we did. Um, but you also get a little art card from Emily um, with a little ritual on the back. And it's just something to honor the full moon. Very secular. Just a fun little thing to just kind of touch in with nature and set your intentions. And, uh, and, and you also get a hand-poured tea light from Emily that and everything themes together because Emily is just that good. I love theming things. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and you also get some little bonus items. They could be things that you need for the ritual. It could be a notion for the pattern. It's a mm-hmm. mix of different stuff. Uh, I think it's really fun. I think a lot of the people who have been participating have been enjoying it, which really warms my little witchy heart. So, yeah, jump on that if you want. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for spending your time with us again. We're thrilled to be with you. We're thrilled to be with each other. And we're just thrilled. (laughs) Um, So until next week, Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.